Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Friday, April 22nd, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, traduce, which means to lure or disgrace the reputation of. Traduce. Man, I hope everyone is enjoying their Friday or will enjoy their Friday. End of the work week is here. End of the work week is here. Wow. For some, not for me, I had to go in later on. But I'm off tomorrow. And the weather here in North Carolina is looking great. Temperatures are going to be in the 80s. Might flirt with the 90s even. Man, wow. Uh, what a difference a few days wait because makes because uh, just Monday we had rain all day and cool temperatures in the fifties. Man, uh, yeah, I'd be getting out doing that yard work this weekend. Yard looks a mess. Yard looks a total mess. Got to take care of that. Got to take care of that. Love doing yard work. Love to be outside in the fresh air and the sun before it gets too hot. Uh, used to do my yard work yeah in the spring. I I, I ta- tackle it. Get it manageable before that summer heat arrives to North Carolina. That good old southern heat, and we all know how that goes. We have temperatures here are looking pretty good. We need it. Get out and about. Move around. And uh, let's move along here. Also, man, uh, there has been a mandatory face mask reversal. Looks like Philadelphia. They're dropping its mandatory uh, indoor face mask mandate. Now, this comes on the heels of them Monday going to the mandatory mask mandate, but they're saying uh, they are seeing a decrease in the case counts and the hospitalization rates are down. Now, back uh, April 1st through the 11th, they were they said the cases had jumped to 50%. So that's why they went to that mandatory. Now, they're apparently giving the citizens a, a choice to decide, hey, you can wear their mask or you can't. Uh, if it works for you, works for you, and and your numbers are down, hospitalizations are down, and you can go to that, uh, giving the citizens a choice. Hey, go for it. It works for you. It works for you. California or some cities and towns in California have went to the mandatory mask mandate due to the fact they've seen uh, an uptick in their COVID numbers. Cases are up. Hospitalizations are up. Hey, I mean, and, and many of people say, "Well, this is very confusing." Uh, no, it's not. It's, it just isn't. Uh, common sense comes into play. Uh, I mean, hey, if you're in a, a place that has high COVID numbers, uh, those entrusted to make these these, these deci- decisions are saying, hey, we got to go back to wearing face masks and hey, go back to wearing face masks. You're in a place in this country where it's the, the numbers aren't up, your hospitalizations are down, COVID case counts are down, take them off. We, we, know, we all know what COVID does. Uh, we're two years in. This is just what COVID does. I think now we, we may just may be getting to a manageable point. We're going to see a lot more of these cases where some places are saying put it on, some places are saying take it take it off. We just are. That's just the times we are living in. Uh, like we all know by now, after being two years in, we aren't going back to the ways of old. We just aren't. COVID uh, came in, shook everything up, turned it upside down. Just did. Uh, like I said, we're not going back to the ways of old. 
I think a lot of people may be under the mindset or impression because of these numbers are, are declining and, and they're thinking, hey, we can go back to the way we were. No, we are not. We're still going to have to take some precaution. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Hey, I'm, I'm 48. I've never seen anything like COVID. Never thought I would ever see anything like COVID that has done what is done. It's taken, it's shaken everything up. Just has. And you got to take these precautionary steps and measures. Not going to get any argument from me. I, I can, and aside from all of that, I can make a decision for myself. I don't really don't need anyone telling me what to do. I, I probably shouldn't say it like that, but I mean, come on now. We all have uh, a brain, common sense. I would think if you choose to wear a mask, you choose to wear the mask. If you choose not to, then you choose not to. Whatever the case, whatever the scenario, you deal with the consequences of your own personal decisions. Yeah, uh, the doctors and CDC and, and, and whatever, what have you. Yeah, they're here to help you along their tools. But hey, common sense. If it works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like I said, a lot of people are saying this is very confusing. They don't know which way to turn. Uh, use that brain that the good Lord gave you. Please <laughs> stop relying on people to, get, to tell you what to do. Uh, that's just me. That's just me. All right, let's move along here. I'm sure by now we have all seen the viral video or have at least heard of the altercation on board, uh, I believe it was a Spirit Airline out of San Francisco that involved an unruly, quite possibly intoxicated passenger and <laughs> Iron Mike Tyson. What the foolishness? I don't know why. <laughs> well, liquid courage, it doesn't. It brings the fool out of folks. But I still got to say, I don't know why anyone in their right mind, whether drunk or sober, <laughs> would antagonize and try to get up under the skin of Iron Mike Tyson. Yeah, that guy. Uh, they're saying he was possibly intoxicated. Authorities are saying that when they got to him, he he was, uh, he was wouldn't cooperate. Uh, I guess he realized uh, quite possibly, oh, what a fool I have been. No, I ain't co cooperating. No, I'm not filing no charges against Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, you were a whole fool for that one, homie, <laughs> buddy, pal. Well, what did you have to drink? Was there something more? <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, man, it is hilarious because yeah, what they're saying. Well, what happened? Apparently, uh, one is one of his friends. I want to say, I believe it was his friend was filming the whole thing, and he could be seen um, talking. He was sitting in a seat behind Mike Tyson. He could be seen talking. One time he was standing up, looked like he was leaning over the seat and, and, and the little divider they have, I guess that's due to COVID, uh, waving his fiend, like fingers and, and hands. And he was just hanging all over the seat on the back of, of Mike Tyson. And they're saying what possibly could have really accelerated everything was he uh, hit Mike Tyson with a water bottle. Here we go with those water bottles again. What the hell? <laughs> Uh, buddy, I don't think you, you may, you, you may just look at water bottles differently now because you can be seen on that video footage. Uh, old Iron Mike got up and he gave it to him. Molly, he gave him the business, <laughs> man. Uh, he, uh, the guy most certainly is going to remember that. And he, if you've seen the pictures, 
Oh boy, that was a good one. <laughs> I'm not one to promote violence, but uh, fool, <laughs> what were you thinking? You actually bought the old Iron Mike back. <laughs> Looks like and you did get paid for it. Look, I, I don't think he's going to file any charges. Okay, can he file any charges? No, I mean there's a whole video of of you acting a monkey. So you know what? So chances are, if you were to get the notion to go to court, you might be laughed out of there, homie. <laughs> I know if I was a judge, I sure would. I'd be like, man, get out of my courtroom. Uh, that that people in this liquid courage, um, they just another case of an unruly passenger that may have had too much to drink. Well, not may have. They're saying he was intoxicated, and he had the courage, and he got up and he started ranting and raving, and you know, oh my, Iron Mike. Oh, Iron Mike gave it to him. Gave him the business. <laughs> it was a melee, a Donnybrook. <laughs> All the terms you could describe for getting your ass whooped. That was it. If you haven't seen the video, man, go check it out. It's all over the web. It is, it is. Uh, you know, over the years, Mike Tyson has had that reputation of, of being one to get involved in altercations, but here lately, uh, within the past few years, he's taken a more calm approach to life. And uh, a few months ago, earlier this year, or maybe last year, there was a video that surfaced with another altercation between him and a guy. I believe it was at a comedy show. And by the time they had finished, uh, Mike Tyson and the guy had reconciled. They calmed down. They were talking, hugging, kumbaya. And that was that. And then you have this instance. Uh, perhaps that one, maybe this instance, uh, maybe he was having a bad day. I mean, Bad day or no bad day, that doesn't give you the right to just start harassing people because you got a little look of courage in you. You know, Mike Tyson was in San Francisco. The plane hadn't taken off. I guess they were bored, still boarding. Plane hadn't taken off. Mike Tyson was in San Francisco celebrating 420. We all know what 420 is. And he, by the way, has one of the most successful uh, marijuana dis dispensaries. So he was in San Francisco flying to Miami, Florida, for uh, some sort of convention for that. Then all of that happened. Man, uh, got to make better decisions and choices there, friend, homie. I don't think you'll be trying that again. If you do, you are indeed a whole fool. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mike Tyson gave it to him. He gave him the business. <laughs> all right. Let's go get it. Man. Um, I know many of us have heard this expression and we probably used it. I know I have on both fronts, uh, overworked and underpaid. Now that's an all true, true, true statement that has been echoed and has stood the test of time for generations. And it continues to this day. And actually, truthfully, it probably will continue for out throughout all our human existence. But a local doctor is bringing it home for those in the medical field, those in the med medical profession. Over the past two years, we all know COVID is the culprit, overworked and underpaid. COVID bought everything to the forefront. You know, the, those in the medical field, the doctors, the nurses, the CNAs, uh, specialized doctors, they had to leave their specialized profession and give aid and comfort for those with COVID and help out at the hospital. There were a lot of doctors that, like I said, they were in a specialty field 
and and they couldn't do that because the COVID numbers were so high, people were coming in, they had to lend a helping hand. And what has uh, happened and what they have, we have discovered and really what we knew that a lot of these uh, doctors and nurses in the medical field, they're burned out. So there's one particular local doctor here in North Carolina. She's left that, she's left the medical field. That's the medical field that she once uh, loved. That's what she started at. And she left and, and has started her own business. Now, as she termed it, uh, she wanted to um, spare her mental and physical health also. Now, not just her mental, but she said physical health. Those long hours, working, 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 not getting in a rest or, or, or not getting in and sleep or limited sleep. And she said that's what uh, COVID showed her. And it opened her eyes and her mind. And I believe that's that's quite possible. That's a safe statement to make for uh, many in that medical field. Now, data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor, Labor and Statistics shows us that the employees in the health field as of March 2022 this year, it's down 1.8% from February of 2020. People just need that work-to-life balance, and they've discovered they weren't getting it in the medical field due to COVID. And that's that's not just in the medical field. That's in every professional walk of life. We now know COVID brought that to the forefront. So this resignation era is rolling on. Yeah, she quit. The, uh, she let go of becoming a doctor and, and started her own business. I believe it's like a, a health, a hydration uh business, uh, something dealing with health and, and, you know, getting people hydrated for, for whatever, what, what have you, but she let go of a profession, profession that she once, once loved. She had, she had to let it go. It, it was draining her. Yeah. That was, yeah. If it's draining you, there's no reason to stick around. Now with the local hospitals, they've also noticed this resignation era. And they've also noticed for those doctors and nurses, CNAs or, or whatever in the medical field that stuck around, they've noticed there is a problem with their physical and mental health, more specifically their mental health, because, you know, if, if someone's mind's not in it and and you, you're not dealing with that, then you have what we have now, that resin, resi, resignation era. It's rolling on. So local hospitals and nationally, but more specifically, uh, local hospitals here uh, have realized they're in a tight spot. Now that COVID is becoming more manageable th- with their retention, trying to keep those in the medical profession that on payroll, it ain't an easy task. They went through, man, they went through the, the brunt of COVID. They dealt with it. They sustained and now there, a lot of them are realizing, wait a minute, I can't continue to do this any longer. If you sit and think about it, uh, the doctors and nurses, and this is what we've heard throughout COVID in the past two years, those doctors and nurses, they were they were just drained. They were burnt out. A lot of them said they went days, days, maybe even weeks without adequate rest or sleep. No time off. Seven days straight, however many hours in those days. I mean, they may get a little break, a little hour or so nap and have to get right back up and go at it again. 
Now, here at UNC and Duke Hospitals, uh, they're trying to show their employees that they aren't just needed, but support them. They realize there's a high turnover. They can't retain a lot of people. A lot of people are walking away. They don't care. It's a mental health thing. Mental and physical, I should say, it looks like. Now, uh, Duke Medical Center here is, uh, they've raised the salaries and they're trying to reduce the workload. Uh, UNC Hospitals has created a helpline for mental health support and gave out thank you bonuses to all employees. Certainly realize they have a problem. Their retention, yeah, they, they can't retain these people. You know, if you think about it, that's got to be a, a, if you're a doctor, after you spent however many years, not just in the medical profession itself, but getting there in the medical profession, I'm talking about college, med school, internships, you just don't come out the gate being a doctor. You There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of studying and, and on-the-job training you have to do before you get that distinction and classification as a, an all-out doctor. So they spent many uh, years horning, in, horning and perfecting their craft. And for them, after all of those years of, of just training and then being in the medical field, for them to say to themselves, wait a minute, hold up, this ain't the way to go for me. Um, like I always said, COVID shook everything up, just did. It exposed a lot. It exposed a lot within uh, our medical system here in the United States and how we care for people or the lack of care for people. It also, apparently it has exposed, um, not just that, but the mental health, uh, the draining of those in the medical profession because of COVID. Like I said, a lot of a lot of these doctors and nurses, they were going hard. They went strong for days, weeks, adding up the months and years of little or no rest whatsoever, no way to, to get their minds together because they were in a repetitive cycle of uh, dealing with COVID patients. And not just COVID patients also. You had other people that had ailments that were trying to... At one point in time, we all remember those people that had uh, these serious ailments. Uh, a lot of them couldn't get into the hospitals or they were limited in how many people they could take in because they had so many COVID patients and they were in fear of a, a high infection rate. Didn't want to get those that, that had these severe ailments infected with COVID. So it was a two-edged sword uh, coming out the gate, we now realize. I think a lot of people, like I said, in that medical profession and any profession here in the United States, a lot of people realized uh, just how important their mental was. Your mental health is, is paramount. Like I always say, you can have all the physical attributes you 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 can muster. You can have all the muscle and, and strength and endurance or whatever, what have you. But if that mind's off, none of that is going to work. It all goes to not. And that appears to be what has happened here with these doctors and nurses in this medical profession, healthcare. They realize, hey, um, this may not be the, the road that I want to continue to travel down. Uh, yeah, I, I may just be expendable. May, but I think now that phrase of being expendable where you, you know, hey, you can find another one to replace 
the one that quits or got fired. I think that uh, that's why these hospitals are now realizing, wait a minute, we ain't got folks knocking on our door anymore asking for jobs. So we better try to retain the ones we have the, with whatever we got. That's so true. People aren't just laying down and rolling over anymore for a paycheck or benefits. They realize the bigger picture. My mental, my physical health, my life, my well-being, my existence. I got to make some changes. And that appears to be what has happened for many. Can't argue with them. How can you argue with a human being when they're saying to you, hey, look, I gave 110% for however many years, how long. Now I'm realizing I'm burnt out. I need some time for myself. Can't argue with someone that, that comes to you and tells and breaks it down to you like that. You just can't. That, that, how can you muster a, up a defense to that? No, you can't. And, and, and at that point, I think uh, that, that person you're talking to, <laughs> when you're trying to muster up a defense to the, to defend that or deflect that, they probably at that point in time, they ain't hearing you no way. Their mind's made up. If you think about it, we've always said those in the medical field, the doctors and the nurses or whatever, what have you, we've all said, I know I have, hey, they get pretty good pay. Maybe that pay wasn't good enough if you're going to be off your rocker. Because that appears to be what has happened. Uh, these people are saying, hey, no, no way, no how. That's a no for me. I'll exit, bow out gracefully. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, COVID has exposed that. So I think a lot of people uh, and in and, uh, and a lot of professions, uh, these businesses not, you know, the hospitals or, or, or these major corporations, they've realized by now that their retention numbers are in the tank and they can't do anything. They can't work fast enough. They can't throw enough money at it to get people to stay because folks are realizing COVID brought it to the forefront that at any given time, moment, you could be taken out of here. So at one point in time, we uh, as citizens here in the United States, we were all about the money, the high pay, the, the benefits, the bonuses. But I think a lot of folks uh, due to COVID, like I said, a lot of these doctors and nurses saw these people. These, these just weren't uh, folks that, that were prone or predisposed to uh, having a, a weakened immune system. A lot of people that ended up with COVID were just regular people that were in uh, perfect health appeared. And COVID, that virus just came in and, and dropped and bought all of that down. So I think a lot of these doctors and nurses saw that and quite possibly realized, in addition to being overworked and underpaid or just being overworked, I think they realized the bigger picture here. My life, my mental health, my physical health is paramount. I'm not going to do this any longer. You know, I, I did a, a podcast Sometime last year, talking about this resignation era, area, era, because that's what's coming to the forefront once again. They're saying this is coupled in, uh, right in there with that resignation era. Did a podcast talking about that, and that's what a lot of people came up with. They realized, hey, uh, yeah, I am expendable. I know this, 
But the, in the big scheme of things, as it relates to my life and how I'm living and how my mind is working and my body is working, uh, expendability or no expendability or retention or no retention, I'm going elsewhere. Elsewhere, A lot of people are turning to entrepreneurship, like this doctor here that has that hydration uh, business. Going out and doing it for themselves. They're going to get it. And this is happening across the country throughout many professions. What's surprising a lot of folks is even those that are in these low paying jobs are doing the same thing. They're fed up, said enough is enough. I'm giving all my time, I'm giving all my energy and I'm really not getting anything back. No more than a steady paycheck. There's no self-fulfillment. So they're going out trying different things, trying new things for themselves. We'd love to see those numbers when 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 we can when they can gather these numbers because like I said from the uh, labor department of, uh, of, of statistics they said it was down uh, however many percentage points as opposed to two years ago so that little percentage those little percentage points they're showing now I think that's going to rise I know that's going to rise we all know that's going to rise we may even know someone that has done something like this was in a prominent well-to-do profession or low-paying job, and they didn't just decide to jump ship. They decided to make a difference in their own personal life and how they were moving. Bottom line, uh, I think if I can say this, if this sounds right, I think COVID, it, it did many things, but I think it actually opened people's eyes to the understanding that money materialism, cars, clothes, house, boats, vacations, private schools, all of that means nothing when you're laying in that hospital and you're about to go up out of here. Because these doctors and nurses, they saw this firsthand. They went through it for two years, days on days, hours on hours, months on months. This is what they saw. So a lot of them have realized, wait a minute, uh, this could very well be me. And in addition to that, my mind, I, I, I see all this doom and gloom and, and, and I'm realizing the bigger picture for once in my life. I think that's happening with a lot of folks. So in, in that aspect, hey, COVID may have uh, may have been a good thing. <laughs> I know many of you are saying to yourself, what in the world? Why would you say that? Uh, look at the outcome for many people that are fortunate enough to still be here among us. They realized that their profession, their way of life or their way of thinking really wasn't a productive one, it was counterproductive. It was draining them, it was dragging them. They were, they're burnt out, just is, just did. So COVID did that, that virus did that. It, it pushed a lot of people, yeah, it pushed a lot of people to the brink but it pushed many to the brink of altering their life. The years and years they spent training, the years in school, the years in internship or whatever or what have you. And then the years and years of actually working once they were fortunate enough to get that distinction for a medical doctor or doctor or, or nurse. They realized, wait a minute, this, this ain't it. It just ain't. I can't alter. I can't. I can't, I personally can't find fault with that. Kudos to you. 
And truthfully, I'm going through the same mental thing also. Starting to think and look at uh, life a little different. Because that's like I said earlier, I think a lot of those in the medical medical profession, when they were in, in the thick of it with COVID and they saw this regular people, uh, people that were uh, health at one point in time, healthy and productive, laying there in front of them. Uh, I think a lot of lot of them realized it's time for a change. Uh, uh, this money, this prestige, or whatever, or what have you, all the materialistic things we thought mattered, or I thought mattered at that at this particular at that particular moment. I think a lot of people realize it really don't matter in the bigger scheme of things. It's about being happy and having your mind on track. Jesse is. Jesse is. So yeah, we're going to see uh, numbers going up or numbers going down, I should say, as it relates for those that are on those jobs. I think we're going to see an increase of entrepreneurship. Makes perfect sense. Just does. Just does. Well, I'm going to get out of here. I got to go to work later on. I got to go to work later on. And that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And also hit that like and subscribe buttons on these streaming services so hey you can get notification when i put these podcasts out and as always thank you for listening this is stephen cornegay for this is just a thought amen